I was just going to ask you guys if you have the Excel, like which ones you'd want to pick. Pull up that Excel again. So like, yeah, I'm pulling it up right now too. So we know that goblinoid ears create potion of greater healing, which would be cool to be able to craft. And I was also thinking potion of climbing might be relevant for where we're at, but I think we have, actually, I think we can craft that one already because we have, is it obsidian and insectoid? Got it. Chit chitlins and obsidian. Ch chitlins. I never know how to pronounce that now. <laughs> you got fucked up by our our stupid bullshit that we say in here. Yeah, I, I legit don't know what the right way to pronounce it is now. It's, it's chitin for sure. It's definitely chitin. Oh, okay. But it's not nearly as fun to say. Chitlins. I thought, you, said, you said potion of climbing. I thought you were going to say potion of climax. <laughs> I mean, would I would buy that potion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I don't really mind. I mean, I'm. I would say he has. Quill's been consistent that he's like interested in discovery of this stuff. I mean, that's what. Like, he would go for things that we don't know. Like the thing, uh, that, like the pri properties. But my take of this is um, that we need basically, I think the only thing that we have all of something on is chitin and monster size, right? Everything else we need, we're pretty open. And then jewel craft, we're like, we still need stuff. I don't know. I, I don't care. Don't care. I have no opinions, even though I just talked for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think you have an opinion. Carl's yeah, opinion is he wants to discover more information and he's partial to Jewelcraft. That's the only position he takes. Bazel would also prefer Jewelcraft, but don't you have your own crafting preference? Uh, Doesn't Theron have his own? Not, I, I don't know if I ever stated that, but I think he'd probably be drawn towards alchemy giving, you know, as a wizard. But. Tracks. Yeah, I don't think anybody has like specifically, and you don't have to like, you don't have to declare a profession. Anybody can do anything they want at this point. Um, but yeah, I think Bazell Bazel has definitely declared a, a profession. Yeah. <laughs> do they do they involve shiny things? Yes. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like jewel crafting would impact, you know, Bazell and Quinn. That makes sense to me. I don't like. I don't know how much use we get out of weapons. I was just looking at some of the other stuff, so I don't know if weapons is worth it because, like, I don't really use weapons. I don't think really any like most everyone like we have a monk, so he uses like his fists or spears, right? Quill, what do you use? Yeah, I use monk weapons, and I'm getting to the point where I can use like, uh, are like unarmed shit like okay once i scale um i can like not like i don't have to use weapons so i i don't i don't really need that and i yeah. don't I, I certainly don't need armor i think um, armor one thing that's useful is there's like you know cloaks and whatnot that can everyone can wear and that's true. raise their armor class so there is some probably some benefit for us all right. of us in armor craft. I, I don't think weapon craft 
or weaponsmithing really benefits our group all that much. Right. Um, yeah, I guess it says armor craft. There's like stuff that is not actual armor. Yeah. So like arguably, because if I put armor on, I actually lose AC because the monk is unarmored. As oh, like yeah, a... yeah, yeah. Sorry. Each uh, so jewel crafting is is a combined profession with tailoring, and then fletchery is with leatherworking. This is like wild rules, kind of. And then like blacksmithing and, and weapon weaponsmithing go together. Um, so that's why it says all types for armor craft. So braces of archery, for example, I think are that's just like a wondrous item. That's not I don't think that's actually armor. Um, but there are a few like in here there's like a plus one armor, and that could be like the cloth robe, or it could be a leather studded leather, or it could be chainmail or something. That one's meant to be more flexible. Yeah, so I think if we wanted to venture away from jewel craft, probably armor smithing i do think that would benefit pretty much everybody to some degree quill probably a little bit less but most of the things there's are not, still stuff that i could use yeah most of the things are not really armor like cloak of protection yeah. i think you, you could wear that that'd be fine yeah all right so to find out what the ingredients do we'll need multiple ones if we want to decide like we wanted to figure out what ching, like fine wood, for example, what they what that would do for armory and or sorry, armor craft and jewel craft. So I could select two or more of an ingredient, or I could just shotgun one of a bunch of things. Do you guys have a preference? Not really, no. Yeah, not really. I would just try and discover as much as you can. Right, so I could discover multiple things with like one type of ingredient by getting more of them. Mm. You know what I mean? So I think I oh, meant that's right. We only out. learned one use per breakdown. Is that correct? Yeah. Correct. So like, if you wanted to, right? I will say that if you stay in one profession, you're gonna you're gonna complete items, item recipes more quickly. Right, rather than knowing like one piece. Yep. But you might get unlucky and not, yeah. All right. So for armor craft, we really only know ruby, diamond, and amethyst, and chitin. So I'll take two monstrous tongues. Okay. Uh, let's see. Two dragon scales. Ooh. Good choice. If we're going to destroy these right away, do we need to decide right away how many of them we want? Or can we destroy them one at a time, see what they give us, and then... Oh, then we can be like, oh, we learned something. Let's grab something else from that. Yeah. I don't mind if you guys, if you guys play it that way. <clears throat> if there was like a, it was part of something that we'd be really interested in, then maybe we'd get an extra one of it or something. I don't know. So like am, I'm okay with you guys min maxing as hard as you want on this. <laughs> so like if you're gonna destroy them right away anyway, just get one armor or just get one dragon scale, for example, destroy it, see what it gives us. And then using that information, we may or may not get another one. Oh, do you wanna just destroy them as I'm picking? That's fine. All right, I'll destroy a monstrous 
tongue for jewel craft. What do we get? Uh, that is the other piece of sending stones that, that allows you to speak telepathically with, so there's two stones and one person's holding one and the other person's holding the other. You can speak telepathically to the other person. Cool. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a, a secret walkie-talkie. Cell phone. Does yeah. that go? Does that go across realms? That's a that's a great question. Let's find out. This is a five E item. So let me. Uh... Would you Would you guys like me to get more monsters tongues? It looks like we have six goblinoid ears. I think if it works across realms, we absolutely should have the ability to make one, so that we can leave a standing stone in this realm and have like communication back to fucking this realm because that would be be really fucking cool yeah and also like potentially helpful it allows you to cast a spell sending which is a third level spell uh i think once per day and it just goes between the two stones so whoever's holding the other stone hears the message no matter what where they are so yeah short message they can answer me. Leave it with our our favorite friend who manages TikTok. Any, any distance and even to other planes of existence. TikTok. There you go. They the much hated TikTok. <laughs> if a target is on a different plane, plane than you, there's a five percent chance it doesn't arrive. That's stupid. But there you go. <laughs> All right. That's a, that's a pretty low. That's such a like a ticky tacky stupid clause, but. Yes. Basically, yes. You can do cross-planar text messages. Yeah, Bazell is very interested in this technology. Yeah. How the daddies communicated with their wives. (laughs) When Bazell learns this information, she gets very excited. (laughs) How many? How many do? How many tongues do you want? Bazell wants them all, all the tongues, <laughs> ten tongues. Just start pumping out sending stones, baby. It's <laughs> gonna be a business for Bazell. Print money. <laughs> so right. Denny's, well, Denny's licensed <laughs> sending stones. Yeah. Start a franchise. <laughs> so, do we need to make two different sending jewels? No. You, for the two rocks to work, or how's that? A um, one monster's tongue and one goblinoid ear will give you a pair of sending stones. Okay. A, a paired um, pet, like buying okay. a set of AirPods. You know, just one. As much as Apple would like you to only be yeah. able to buy one. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about we? How about I get like three more tongues? Because that'll give us. Three pairs. Sure. Does that sound okay? Yep. No. Okay. Okay. So I, you're, up, you're up four. So I have six more. Um, how about? I think since we know dragons live here, dragon scale is a good idea. To, to get some dragon scale. Yeah, we've run into dragons like a few times. To potentially harvest more, you mean later? I guess the other side of that is, we'll have potential to get more of that easily. Well, that's what I was going to pick anyway, so um, I'll take a dragon skill and, and destroy it. Or jewel crafting? Yeah. Okay. That is one of the components for the Wand of the War Mage. Let's go. Wand of the War Mage. 
also a 5e item that get, that just gives you it's it's a plus one to your spell attacks. Oh, it's like a it's like it's like a plus one sword, for example. Um, okay. You also I guess you also ignore half cover when you make a spell attack with that. Kind of cool. Oh, nice. Uh, what you're saying is is Rick might enjoy this. <laughs> Rick and Theron, yeah, for, especially Rick. For his nukes, the, yeah. The, the Theron too, but you know. Yeah. But Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I will take an emerald and destroy it. Okay, for Jewelcraft. Bazel cries as she watches. <laughs> <laughs> That's another spell charge item. You, you'll notice the gemstones all seem to kind of have that attribute. Uh, that's for the spell Entangle. There's a druid spell, I believe. Well, How about I'll take a giant fat and destroy it for jewel craft? Okay. Drunkard. Drunkard. Does that do on 5e? So it's an amulet, or it's whatever you want it to be. That's why I just call it drunkard. Um, you, while you're wearing it, you regain 4d4 plus 4 hit points when you drink. Whenever you drink a pint of beer, ale, mead, or wine, huh. once per day, looks like. So it's essentially a potion factory if you have alcohol on hand. I will also get a dragon scale and destroy it for armor craft. Okay. Oh, I think you just completed one for armor crafting. The oh, cool. adamantine armor, which I believe means you cannot be crit when you're wearing that. Wow. Any critical hit becomes a normal hit against you. So diamond and dragon scale. Sick. Most of these are kind of thematic, like diamond and dragon scale are very hard substances. Mm-hmm. And like sending was, was an ear and a tongue. Oh, uh, nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. I like Didn't get it. that. Didn't yeah, get that. no, did not pick up on that. <laughs> yeah, thanks for... <laughs> once, once, I, once I started running out of uh, things to fill out, there's just some random ones in there that don't make any sense, but... Hmm. How about uh you have two more? Is that right? Yeah. Anybody have one they're dying to know? Bazelle anything? Hell yeah. I mean she'd be in for like even fine wood. And I think we have a devil's spike, but we don't know what it does for anything. If we wanted to if Theron wanted to destroy it for something. Yeah, we I have three of them, it looks like. I don't know. I don't want to spend your hard-earned goodies. Oh, I could just destroy the one I have um, for jewel craft. Do it. Double spike jewel craft. Yeah. Okay. You've got three of those. Okay. So for this one, each time you you would want to make you make this, you have to roll off of a table to see exactly what it does. Um, but it gives you resistance against some kind of magic. Nice. But if you scroll down and to the right, there's a magic damage type that's table one. So you roll a d20. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. Necrotic fire force, psychic, etc. Yeah. Nice. Usually, type resistance um, items are rare quality. So that one being uncommon, that's that's the trade-off is that you have to roll. It's just random what you get. <clears throat> Is that uh, random each time we make it? Yes. Nice. 
Bazelle will destroy a Topaz in Jewelcraft to see what she gets. Okay. That's the spell charge for the spell Guiding Bolt, which is actually a pretty sweet spell. I think only clerics can get that. Clerics and now Bazelle. If she wants. Well, anybody, right? Anybody wants to make it, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's a cleric. I tried to make the spell charge spell charge items be like very class specific. Or at least kind of like Hunter's Mark. Do you want to do fine wood? Sure. Uh, <laughs> the, fi the finest of wood. <laughs> That's gonna be your last one, right? I'm not sure. I I stopped keeping track when you said you were. Yeah, I, I've, I've got. There's I've a got couple it. that we destroyed that we already just had on per person. Yes, I was not. I was not counting those. Okay, so yeah, I, I could do. Um, do you want to do it for jewel craft or armor? Jewel craft is what Bazel would like. <laughs> That's fine. Okay, we'll do that. That is going to complete the Wand of the War Mage. Oh, you got to get some fine make, wood, boys. You can't make a wand without fine wood. Come on. That's true. We need a dragon scale and some... Actually, we need two dragon scales and two fine woods. I bet cypress trees have fine wood. Yeah. <laughs> got to be. I've heard that that wood is very fine, frankly. <laughs> Yeah. The, some would say the finest. It's the finest of woods. People are saying it's the finest. <laughs> yeah, people people are saying. <laughs> I've got a sapphire that I think I will sacrifice for armor craft. Okay. Okay, that is for the mariner attribute. Let's find out what that is. That's 5e. So that gives you a swim speed equal to your walking speed. Okay, um, sweet. And if you start your turn underwater with zero hit points, you start to rise 60 feet to the surface per turn. So it's kind of nice. an anti-drowning thing. Oh, okay. Cool. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to go ahead and use some giant fat. Okay. On armor craft? Yep. Gauntlets of ogre power. Oh, shit. Animal mm. hide I'm going to do? That gives you a strength score of 19. The Gauntlets of Overpower. Uh, sorry, Animal Hide? Yep. Cloak of the Manta Ray. Nice. Uh, bone Meal? Cloak of the Manta Ray gives you breathing underwater, and it gives you a swim speed of 60 feet. But you have to pull the hood oh. up as an action to do those things. <clears throat> oh, sick. That's kind of sweet. <laughs> bone Meal? I like it. Bone meal, just, uh, that's a um, piece of armor that gives you advantage permanently against being charmed or frightened. Okay. Uh, Gobble, no, I'm not going to do that one. Um, I'll do a mummy wrap. Nice. That is for the uh, boost of the Winterlands. Seeing Quill destroy all these things to try and figure out armor craft, Bazal starts digging through her, uh, her purse. Uh, and sees some goop and just like hands him some ectoplasm. <laughs> just basically trying to get rid of it. <laughs> and then she also looks at her uh, beast fur that she's got in her wardrobe and is like, I mean, it's pretty old. It's pretty much last season's beast fur. So he gives <laughs> her, him one of those to destroy her armor craft. 
Okay. Okay. So ectoplasm for armor craft is the other part of cloak of protection. Oh. Oh yeah. Pretty dope. Yeah. Um. How many parts are there for each one? Is there three? Just two. Oh ho! Yep, just two. Winner, winner, chicken dinner, boys. <laughs> chicken dinner. What was the other one? Beast fur. Uh, yeah. Other piece of hinterlands. Or win- wow. winterlands boots. You it's know, the like cloak thick- of winterlands. Uh, it's whatever you want it to be. The the five uh, V item is boots, but it can be whatever. So I do have two and two. We can make two cloaks of protection. Sweet. If you we are interested. Are these attune items? Yes. Anything permanent is part of the three item max. Okay. Let me figure out what I am attuned to, because I think I'm attuned to two currently. I'm gonna break down a nightstone moat fish scale um for armor craft. The the other piece of the uh cloak of the manta ray. Nice. Naturally. Fish scales. Nice work. Makes sense. And then I'm gonna do um the uh, uh, living gear as well. That is the mask of adaptation, which I believe is completed now. Yes. Yes. That's also what does that one do? Allows you to breathe normally in any environment, and you have advantage on saving throws against harmful gases and vapors, such as the spell cloud killer, sinking gas, sinking cloud, or inhaled poisons and the breath weapons of some dragons. That last part is kind of cool. That's all the stuff I've got. I think I am maxed out on attunements. In fact, I might be over-attuned. Is that orb? I have the orb for the light, the um, bless earrings, the rainbow rapier, and the amulet of the physician. Are all of those attuned? No, I decided that charge items are not attunement because they have charges. Oh, okay. They're they're kind of self-regulated. Oh. um, that means I'm only attuned to my rainbow rapier. And wasn't there something else? The the, well, the amulet orb is the amulet is also attunement for sure. Oh, the amulet is attunement. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Okay, cool. So I can actually get a cloak of protection if I want. All right, sweet. <clears throat> Does anybody? Can we just make those like now? I forget how that works. Or do we have to be somewhere? You got to be somewhere. Okay. For the permanent items, it, it takes a whole like day to do it, and you got to be somewhere where they have, <clears throat> you know, they, and they might have that in Whitehaven. I just haven't really looked around yet. And I assume like Theron would be interested in a cloak of protection. Oh yeah. I've been getting a lot of I don't know how my uh, ads have gotten so fucked up, but I'm getting a lot of. Um, ads for those skim dresses i don't know if you guys you probably haven't even seen them because they're fucking i don't know why ads are so fucked up no idea but, what what skims but bazelle's but bazelle's uh cloak of protection is for sure gonna be a skim dress <laughs> i'm gonna go ahead and advise that you don't google it because your ads will get fucked up if you google that. <laughs> they're very aggressive aggressively advertising via the internet in fact i was what just you talking about it? it right now it's probably enough i'm ready for yeah Skimming your data. Yeah, seriously. I'm so 
<laughs> There's probably like I've probably purchased 50 skim dresses for other people at this point, based on how <laughs> fucked my data is. All right, never heard of it, and now it's probably over. Now you have. Now you <laughs> now won't now stop hearing about it. Now I won't stop hearing about it. Yep. Yeah. Good luck, guys. <laughs> All right. Does that conclude our mini session on? On crafting. You guys, you guys, you all show up to Whitehaven with Rash Dunner and you just start promptly destroying all your shit in front of yeah. them. It's <laughs> like a festival. Like, Rush that! Rush this! <laughs> Who are oh, these damn. guys? Oh, damn, I could have used some of that. Y'all just, okay. <laughs> don't, don't. Oh. Can, can NPCs have knowledge of crafting? Like, could we just ask NPCs sure. about, like, <laughs> if they know yeah. how to fucking use some of this shit, hundred percent, hundred percent, yeah, that's valuable information. They they might they might expect something in return, but sure, you better wreck on everything. We didn't destroy yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah, 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 we've never destroyed anything. Bring you this I'm basically gonna use what's her buckets TikTok to fucking pull the crowd. and just grind <laughs> on fucking TikTok till I get all the answers. TikTok for crafting. Yeah, <laughs> that's a very Bazelle move. Yeah, to do. Bazelle would be a ter- ter- terminally online person. For mm-hmm. sure. Boss babe, she's just boss babing over here. Don't worry mm-hmm. about it. You're gonna be on your stone nonstop. <laughs> yeah, I'll think twice about giving her a stone, guys. You just see Bazelle looking at the stone constantly like this. She's on the like... stone again. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's especially funny because the sending stone. I think you can only use it once per day to use to cast spell sending. So it's like <laughs> just staring at it, waiting for an update that'll never come until tomorrow. That's good for Bazaar. Yeah, I was wondering if we could do a like a little bit of a recap. Yeah, so uh, you guys were up. You started at the top of that southeast uh, mountain range. You gathered up the corpses of the three fallen workers. That were killed by that Etten, and came started heading for Whitehaven with them. You met uh, Rash Denner, who is a prominent athlete, part of the Whitehaven 15, and he was a friendly guy. He recognized Neb right away. They they kind of hit it off with the help of Bazell, and he challenged you to a uh, <laughs> boat race because he had two boats up there that he was training some other uh, amateur um, athletes. So you guys oh, did did a portion you of the uh, <laughs> yeah you beat him you beat him pretty solidly. Love a good boat yeah. race. Yeah, there is a a fair deal more um, offensive spellcasting PvP than let's say the unexpected. It <laughs> 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 definitely tilted the favor towards you guys, uh, which I like. I like that. I'm planning for that now when you actually run the uh, the swampathon for real. We will uh, kill people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. You you won that. The, the the barter was if he had won, he got uh, Theron's necklace of fireballs. Um, and if you won, you got ten of his crafting ingredients, which we just worked that out. Can't remember if you guys learned anything super critical on your journey with him. Made it to town. Um, they were still kind of cleaning up the refuse of whatever attack had come the night before from just the wild things in the Shadowfell at the city gates. And I think you arrived around like late afternoon. He took you on a brief tour. 
to the kind of the high points. So I thought since we created this together, we you guys could help me flesh out some parts of, of Whitehaven. So I guess we'll start with Rick, if that's all right. Sounds good. So one of your projects during the the quiet year was, uh, well, a couple of them involved the, the building of the city walls. And then also, I think there was a curfew at, at one point, or at least armed guards posted. So I wonder, like, what, what is the, uh, well, first of all, what, what are the city walls made out of? Like, how, how are they constructed? Yeah, I would imagine they're probably pretty sturdy, pretty thick uh, stone, stone walls. Okay. Cool. Can you, can you, like, see the city beyond, or are they, like, super tall? Um, mm, you know, they, they've been there a while. I would imagine they're pretty tall, so I don't know that you'd be able to see, except maybe some of the tallest buildings. Okay, cool. Maybe the ash fort and the south side kind of peaks yeah. out? Okay. Um, and then, are there just the three entrances that I have here on the map, or is there... Uh, yeah, pretty, pretty locked down. Okay. Um, three entrances sound good. Um, and there should be guards kind of at each entrance you know, watching the comings and goings and stopping those that, you know, maybe they don't recognize or, you know, just kind of random, random spot checks. Cool. Um, and then I think I did at one point, it was like there's a curfew in the city because yeah. like there was bad stuff happening. So it's just easier for them to control if, you know, all the normal citizens go to bed at a certain time and only those out shouldn't be out. Um, so I'd say the city's like guards are pretty heavily present um around okay yeah that kind of makes sense because they're really just like in the thick of it like in the middle of this uh yeah swamp. yeah what uh what kind of weapons do the guards have they sort of like learned that work well yeah i think they have um like pikes like the big long spear has like a spear tip but then axe on the end oh okay like a, like a halberd yeah sweet all right uh theron the I don't want to call them followers, kind of the disciples of Aiden Asher, our beloved scientist. <laughs> that's all he's known for. Uh, he, uh, who was murdered. Yeah, that's um, it. That's it. <laughs> Some scientists kind of took up his mantle to um, try to get a better grasp on what's going on in the swamp around Whitehaven. And they established what they called the Ash Fort after his name. That's the slightly more fortified um, structure that's in the south part of the city. Uh, what kind of science are they pursuing there? So they're actually um, looking for magical um, artifacts around. They're intrigued by the ocarina and can't remember the guy, the boy's name, Odin or something. Otis, that, yeah. Well, Otis, that figured yeah. out uh, playing it affected the cauldron and whether it was turning or not. Okay, yep. So they, they got really intrigued by that. So now they're sending people out to try to find other magical artifacts and then okay. bringing them back and like trying to test them out and see how they work. Cool. Um, so they're like, they're like uh, kind of their main thing that they're doing right now. Archaeologists sort of. Yeah. What is the, what is the construction of the ash fort? Like what sets it apart from the rest of the city? So I actually, um, I'm gonna send a couple of photos over. Oh, wow. okay. On Signal <clears throat> to show <laughs> to show the architecture <laughs> of the building. Um, this is in spirit of Aiden Asher. 
That's incredible. If this isn't a giant dick, I don't know what else it could be. It's a lot better. Holy shit. So these are like uh, carved uh, <laughs> depictions of various, <laughs> various sexual acts going okay, on. Yeah, that, that's, that is better. It's not just a phallic structure. Oh it's real. It's real. <laughs> it's, it's graphic. Art. Yeah. <laughs> Ancient graphic <laughs> art. So, Aiden, so I guess Aiden was kind of, kind of kind of a player in addition to being a scientist then. That's yeah, I think there's it. some whispers of that. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. All right. That actually kind of fits in with the bro mentality that goes on in the rest of the town. So, so I like it. Uh, and then has the artifacts search, has that like made, has that helped people in town at all yet? Or are they still kind of looking for stuff? Not specifically yet. I think they're still looking for things and figuring yeah. out how they work. Um, yeah. but the idea is to eventually like help out the town and and utilize it. All right. Very nice. Bazell, your uh your blazers, the um horse-sized fire-breathing swamp rats that were domesticated for uh, mount use. Uh are they mostly confined to those ruts that are northwest of town or are they sprinkled throughout town like pets or where do you see them? I think I envision them as uh, more like horses are for us today. So it would be strange to see one downtown. I mean, you don't expect to see one in town, but not like no one's going to be like, what the fuck is that? Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I think that so there are mostly in their in their ruts and they're definitely uh, sort of like horses. They're definitely pets. They're not like wild animals that need to be like caged or anything you know what i mean but they're um i think just because of their sheer size they're sort of unwieldy to have in town okay so are they are they pretty secure out there then on those ruts they yeah they they are able to take care of themselves underground pretty well okay cool it, yeah you wouldn't want to fuck with them in their like in their tunnels yeah Ooh. that makes sense yeah did they? I think at one point we had talked about people like uh, setting up a racetrack to bet on. Is that happening yet, or not? Not yet. So I don't think that there is a, like a racetrack in the formal sense. Like there's not like an organized betting sport. But I think racing and betting definitely happens. Okay. Um, kind more, of more clandestine still, especially if there's a curfew. Yeah, yeah. I think clandestine is the right word because it's. No one is actively trying to stop them, but it's also considered sort of faux pas. Got it. Cool. Well, that brings us to Quill, who uh, I think developed the rice the rice fields. So it seems like they, those rice is being put to various uses in town. There's sushi going on at the aptly named restaurant called Rice. There's a mushroom risotto that's famous at Mama's, and there's sake at, at Chester's, which is that the main bar that people gravitate towards. So what what is the what's the town favorite of all that? Uh the current town favorite is um sushi, I would say. Because okay. that's like the the current up and coming spot. It's all it's all modern and hoity toity and people are into that. Um cool. but then but then Chester's is like the old standby. Like it's the the local watering hole been there forever just doing like your 
Saki just it's not doesn't take itself too seriously. Saki okay. here is like it's like course. Like <laughs> you just drink Saki. Right? When you walk in when you walk into Chester's, are there only two sake options? He's like, sweet or dry. And then it's yeah. like, that's your... Those hot your... or cold. Hot or cold, sweet or dry. <laughs> like, that's it. So here, yeah, like in, in the in the States, I feel like when you go to a place that offers sake, it's usually like... It doesn't strike you as like a, 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 a normal bar. But this is like a... It's it's a straight up like this what, this what they, it's what they got there. Nice. Yeah, and then they'll and then they'll but they make it so it's like a, it's like a sake brewery but like it's it's a bar. Then they'll like sell their sake to other places. Um, and I think the uh, big desire is to find sugar and salt. They want oh. sugar because they want to make. Uh, like they're they're looking for sugar because fermentation, and they also need sugar for, uh, like making like vinegar. Okay. And vinegar, I I would say that sugar is like somewhat in short supply around here because it's not, I don't think it's natural, in like rice or the. Yeah, I don't know. Area. I don't know where they would get it. At least yeah. from where from where they so, are. Yeah. So that's what they're really trying to like find. Okay. And salt for curing fish, I guess, or yeah, for yeah, to cure the fish. Yeah, reason. Yeah, make it last. Yeah, cool. Yeah. All right. Awesome. That's all very very nice material, and then uh, that's that's where, that's kind of where we're at. You guys, it's like the late afternoon. We'll say curfew is probably what sundown, as sundown exists, and yeah, sundown, and then to sunrise. Okay, so pretty strict. So there's still still a few hours before that happens. Brash has just finished uh, showing you around. So since we all had this vision of like what's going to happen in the future, mm-hmm. um, like we know, is it Rash that gets injured and then dies? No, you guys are all caught up. The, the story ended and the Queen of Air and Darkness told you um, like good luck. It sounds like there is maybe a war brewing, some diplomacy at hand. Okay, so everything the person, that... The person that died... Was created ...has already happened. That, yes. Like the guy that got septic is already dead. Yep. That guy was... Okay. I think Rash... I think last... It might have been last session. I think he said his name was Alvin, I want to say. Yes. He was okay. He was the kind of the favorite at the time. Okay. Yeah, he, he died as a result of the foul play that ruined the... Uh, the course. I wasn't sure if everything had happened yet. Yes, it has. So yeah, you guys are all, yep, you're all caught up. Got it. I think given the curfew, I would try and get the bodies to their families yep. before dark. Yeah, you don't, um, you don't know who these people are. Um, Rash would say, uh, that's uh, probably a good question for Landro, Luna. He's, um, He's kind of the chief, uh, the chief scientist at the Ashfort. He kind of handles this nitty gritty. It's <laughs> a nice guy. Are we inside the city already? Yep. Or are we just outside it? We are inside it. Okay. Yep. Do we yeah, get the, harassed the, by guards at all, or did they leave us alone because we were with? Uh... They they saw they saw you with Rash. He's one of the fifteen. So, I got you in there. People are kind of giving you looks around town. 
because they don't recognize you and you look, look a lot different than everybody else here, but they see Rash with you and Nib, who they recognize. Well, I don't know about you guys, but the, the boating's made me thirsty. If you want to try some sake. So before getting here, like size-wise, this is a pretty big town, right? Is that yeah. fair to say or not? Like, because yeah. Quill has not been to large towns. You know, he, he grew up, like, not in a town. And then I think the, he, he went to, like, we went to Nightstone, right? Mm-hmm. And that was, like, a pretty big town. That was the biggest he'd ever been to. This is this is definitely bigger than Nightstone. So I so I would okay. say that yeah I would say that the especially with those imposing city walls. Um, okay. If you look at the, so this uh, is like amazing for him. He's like holy shit. <laughs> oh my god, this place is so cool. Wow. There's like people with like just shit stained faces and <laughs> struggling to get by. <laughs> kind of like they kind of glare at you. Look at bit. him. Look at him. Wow. The Zell wow. starts walking faster away from Quill just to try to get away. <laughs> She's really embarrassed. What a great place. I wanna go I to I wanna see all the sights. You guys Yeah. Oh I'm over, I'm I'm getting too I'm sorry. Okay. Well, I'll follow. How big is uh, Eldiario, El where Bazel's from? Eldiario is is sort of mid-size, but she has been to like Waterdeep and like thinks of herself as very cultured because of her trips to Waterdeep. Okay. <laughs> it's like it's like going to Chicago once and being like, I'm so cultured. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Nice. Yeah, for a sense of scale, there's um the on the map of Whitehaven in the northeast corner that D, those five buildings, that's the penthouse fifteen. So that's where the fifteen they they live there for the uh six months that they're in charge. And so that's housing for fifteen people. And that's like I don't know what, ten percent of the map? Is it lavish then? <laughs> that's definitely the the most well appointed. Yes. And each so the there each building is slightly larger than the next in the penthouse fifteen. You'll you'll notice. So uh, racers one, two, and three are are in the biggest one to the north, and that, that's the nicest place to live in town. But yeah, so it's probably ten percent of town. So it's probably like 150, 200 people live here. So compared to Nightstone, it's about three times the size. So it's like like people have shit all over their face. Is it like hurting? Like. They're just dirty. It's just it's just a rough life okay. out here. It's just, yeah. Okay. All right. Everyone's get everyone's getting by. Okay. They're all just trying to survive still. You know, the walls are helping a lot. The guards are helping. The curfew. Yeah. Rizal, is this what you call the pores? <laughs> <laughs> is it Vizel? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can we just? Get rid of these things so we can get back with our lives. <laughs> Whoa, I don't think we're allowed to talk about other townspeople like that, Bazell. Oh, the, the body. sake that, that Theron <laughs> suggested earlier is sounding better and better. 
<laughs> I'm going to need a couple of those, I think, for this endeavor. I'm just walking quietly behind the crew and just like looking in awe silently at everything that's going on. I can't, I'm like beside myself at the size of this this town and like urban urban living. Can't believe it. Bazell would be clocking I think the styles the clothing style of the people living here okay i think she'd be interested in knowing i think she's gotten a little bit more savvy but in a very bizarre way so she's clocking their styles um and seeing if there's any functionality to what they're wearing as well as the style okay want to do like a perception check yeah i think that's reasonable and then she's of course going to see like how well she would fit in with that 15 nice okay um, yeah, you see, be, you see beyond the, the dirt that's caked on, um, and then for some people, dried blood. Uh, people are wearing, you know, it's winter, so people are wearing a, a very like animal furs and hides that are pretty thick and warm. Um, How cold is it here right now? Uh, it's cold. Yeah, it's like uh, I don't know. Are you, are you guys dressed for any any kind of? I, I forget what you were wearing when you when you came. I mean, I would have been wearing, I guess, whatever I was wearing when we teleported. Yeah. So yeah, you you, you might so be I'm, cold. I mean, it's it's like a, yeah. it's almost kind of like a like a like a nuclear winter, you know, just because there's so much cloud cover and the sun like barely peeks through, so it's just cold. Got it. But it's not super windy in town, so that's nice. It's just kind of a ambient cold. Uh, with a 15 perception, I would say that you also get to get the sense that these people are like. They're venturing out and about occasionally to get out to like hunt animals, and they're, so they're they're resourceful, but they they kind of live off of what they kill. Rash, of course, is shirtless, just for the <laughs> just for the effect. Those nipples are rock hard, cut diamonds. <laughs> yeah. So are we um, we're heading to drop the bodies off, and then we're gonna go get some some sake. That's the plan. All right, we got the bodies to deal with. Yeah, I guess he just walked into town, like, just, like, holding him over your shoulder. Rick's, yeah, Rick's struggling. He's not, <laughs> yeah. he's not having a good time. I think Vazel gave you some kind of bears endurance. I don't know if it's still is lasting. Guys, can we drop these off? I'm, uh, I'm, I don't know how much longer I could do this. It's like sweat freezing in your face. Rash, where do we put these bodies? Uh, yeah, he said, um, you should bring them to, uh, Galandro. Who is like the head scientist at the Ash Fort? Galandro. Okay. Let's do it. You know, with all the uh, all like the necromancy and the undead around town, we can't really like bury folks like you might normally do. So Galandro's sort of worked out an alternative. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> what? What? What do you mean? What do you mean? What? Uh, the the necromancy. Oh sure, we see like skeletons and ghouls and zombies. Like this, is... <laughs> it's a shadow fell. There's what? Lots... There's lots of bad shit here, man. What the fuck, man? You can't just be like, yeah, we see some dead shit and it's totally cool. Like it's chill. Like, well, it's not cool. We just got used to it. Didn't you see like the thirty foot tall walls and all the guards with the halberds? I mean, yeah, but like, you live. Look at where you live. 
I would also want walls and halberds. <laughs> That's different than fucking dead people attacking you. Maybe I should have said there were skeletons. Y'all never seen the skeleton. You seem like y'all seen the skeleton before. Like, this can't be the first time. Have I? <laughs> uh, you fought a, you fought seen like a I've seen some fair cool. Share. I've seen some weird shit, but not like regularly. <laughs> not with any sort of. I'm not laissez-faire about my fucking ghoul and, and goblin sightings. There are, are there lich liches around? He looks at you. Uh, he doesn't know what that is. He hasn't heard of that. Speaking of laissez-faire, is uh, that the type of food that the halfling chef at Rice serves? Because I'm very interested in going there. <laughs> that was a. You're talking about the food, right? Quill, maybe maybe after I go there, I'll I'll bring you back some like leftovers from my meal. I'm not sure that that's the right place in this town for you. Can I interest you in? Uh, is it Cooper's? Is it uh... Chester's? Yes, Chester's. Have you have you seen this place, Chester's? <laughs> I think it really has the right ambiance. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go wherever, but I really want to see meet this halfling chef. Very, uh, very interested. Oh damn, Kiku! Kiku! Yeah, Kiku Mies. She is. Uh, she is fierce. You will enjoy meeting her. I think. All right. Well, I guess we walk on to the body, folks, to drop the bodies off at the fort. Sure. You yeah. said Galandro. Looking, looking for a scientist named Galandro Luna. All right. Bizell is at full fucking stride at this point. Between okay. Quill's discussion and like just looking around the world <laughs> and the city, and then him wanting to go to the like fancy restaurant in town, <laughs> and then the laissez-faire attitude about fucking necromancy, Bizell has decided this is not the place for her. And she is at... <laughs> Full fucking speed. And you can imagine Bazell's full speed walk is a fucking clip. That bitch is like power walking. <laughs> she's also not carrying a body like everybody else. So she is like, I think she's going basically full speed. As you walk towards the Ashford, you, you start to see it peak on the horizon. Uh, it's, it's up a, a little bit on a hill, elevated slightly above the rest of the town. And you're going through two, um, I guess, parapets with narrow entryway that's been carved like labia naturally <laughs> so you're walking through a <laughs> interesting architecture yeah <laughs> it's it's um oh man what's what's the what's the antonym for phallic um it's quite vaginal what you're walking through this entryway to get into the, the courtyard <laughs> the courtyard towards the ashford who's that that artist that did just like giant vagina dorjo keith yes 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 Dorjo keith that's who it is yep. Yeah, yep. thank you. Oh, please. Yeah, so please. This, how obviously vaginal is this? Is this building? Is the Bazel clock it? Or? Well, the, the the entryway. These, hang on, let me point my <laughs> pointer. It's these two. Um, on the map, they I'm never gonna... <laughs> on the map they, they look they look square shaped, but they're actually they're curved. And is that just called like the canal or what? What's uh? Oh God. What's that entryway called? It's called the Oz, is what it's called. <laughs> it's hard it's hard to see anything else or look at anything else when you're walking through it. 
Bizelle thought she was in the wrong place before, but now she knows that she is fucked up. <laughs> now she knows she's in the wrong yeah. place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So as you as you um, as you proceed through the external and then the internal aughts, you enter the courtyard <laughs> that contains the ash forest itself, which stands quite tall and proud, erect, <laughs> even. Yeah. Uh, upon closer inspection, you see it. just a just a lot of sex happening carved into the carved into all the walls. Uh, and uh, there's a giant brass knocker hanging on the uh, just two, two balls like truck nuts <laughs> there you go this is all, this is all Sam's fault Bizelle Bizelle gets there first because she's walking so fast and she's like paused like three times just to stop to be disgusted and then just like tried to walk even faster but she can't she's already at full speed and she just stops in front of these fucking knockers and she looks back and everybody else is like five to, to eight feet behind her so it's obvious that she's the one that's supposed to like go ahead and knock and then she finally turns around and you see her like grab the balls and qu- give a quick like little toss of the knocker <laughs> a little tap you yeah, tell it wasn't the first time Bazell's handled uh, large <laughs> yeah. balls, right? Very, very gentle, <laughs> right? Very, uh, very sensual, <laughs> that, that move. Yeah. Um, so you hear it, the knock echo through the, uh, the wooden doors. I have a question. I'm sorry. Yeah. Is Nib uh, with the, the group still? If you would have brought her along, sure. She's, she's pretty curious. Because I'm, like, this whole, like, change to sexual architecture <laughs> in the presence of nib is really sure. freaking me out okay <laughs> and i'm i'm like i'm having a hard time <laughs> i'm having a i'm having a hard time i'm like i like can't look at anything i'm like just staring down now my my tone <laughs> has shifted to extremely fucking somber <laughs> Very somber. <laughs> I am staring at the ground, and I am not talking about rice anymore. And then walks over to one of the uh, the phallic structures and and takes out a measuring tape. She goes, "Oh, so, yeah, ten inches. That's about right. Very nice." I, I like. I am. I am. My mouth like is just hanging open. He's like, "Fuck!" And I'm like, and then I say. What knockers? She's laughing and, and she's like, guys, come on, relax. I'm joking. I quickly pack a pipe, pack a pipe of <laughs> Pappy's secret stash. <laughs> the stress smoke. Yeah. Yeah. If you, uh, if you knock on the door, the um, door opens, uh, it creaks open, uh, and you are met by a human male who's um, probably in like his mid 20s. He has dark brown skin. He's got uh, kind of greenish eyes, um, an easy smile, and just like a tuft of brown hair. And this is uh, Galandra Luna. Nib would introduce you. And he sees you all and looks kind of shocked to meet strangers. Um, and then he immediately notices the, the bodies and looks uh, saddened to see them. He says, boy, this is a really awkward, uh, it's an awkward conversation to have next to the, uh, the, the truck nuts knockers. Do you guys want to come inside? Well, that's a warm welcoming. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd really like to put this down. Yeah, I get it. Um, we've, ob- we've obviously had quite a long road. 
and she just motions to uh, Quill, who looks somber. <laughs> yeah, boy, that little guy looks, looks yeah. like a mess. Yeah, I'm sorry about the exterior. It wasn't really my idea. The rest of the boys wanted to do it. Aiden, you know, rest his soul. He was a precocious fellow. <laughs> um, this year, guys, I'd recognize you. It's your first time in Whitehaven? It's certainly not my first time. <laughs> Maybe here. <laughs> Fucking Aiden Asher. <laughs> That's all. This all could have been prevented with a different name. <laughs> yeah. It's a real win here. <laughs> oh man. He's like, so are you guys um you guys good? You, you kinda look uh you look a little giggly. Yeah, yeah, we're we're good. We just we were told to bring the bodies here. We're we're trying to get some uh I don't know, some food and and stuff and we're just admiring the building. It's um Exotic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, it was not my first choice. But uh but to a vote, what happens? Aiden Asher must be an interesting must have been an interesting He was I mean as brilliant truly as he was uh promiscuous. <laughs> that's that's saying something. That's why we're here. We're trying to carry on his legacy of, of science. Mostly <laughs> <laughs> Be wild if you were trying to carry on his other legacies. <laughs> nah. It would be. Uh, we heard that you might be able to help us identify, or that, or that someone here might be able to help us identify who these people were. So we we might be able to get them to their families. Is there someone here we can talk to about that? Uh, yeah. Um, well, so he asked you. Uh, God, like what happened? He's, where'd you find them? We sent them, I think they went, were they part of the excavation? Oh, what excavation? You know, down in the, in the mountains to the southeast, that, the, what we, we've been calling the, the God's Hand. Is that where you found? What happened to them? I don't think we really know what happened. We just kind of came, came upon them, sort of all dead. Why do you think yeah. that they might have been excavating something? Oh, well, I, sorry. I, I mean, I recognize them. I, I know that we, these, are, these were part of our excav crew, just a few of them. Oh, interesting. Yeah, part of what we do here, you know, is, I mean, really, it's our chief goal is to try to uncover artifacts. And we thought that the giant hand sticking out of the ground would be a pretty decent place to start. So we sent a crew out there. So you're at the right, I mean, these are these were some of our boys. Hmm. You gather this is why it looks pretty saddened to see them. He hasn't heard that this is news. What happened up at God's hand? This would be news to him. Because you guys just discovered these bodies pretty much freshly killed. By the Etten, right? Yeah. I'm sorry for your loss. Is there anything, um, like, do you have any funeral rites or anything for these people that you need? Yeah, um, we do. It's a little unusual, but are you familiar with the cauldron? Uh, no, I am, but Quill's, yeah. I don't think Quill's familiar with, like, the terminology, so. Sure. Uh, well, there's this, there's this kind of volcanic caldera that we've taken to calling the cauldron because of the way that it occasionally bubbles and spins. It's lava. We figure that if we put bodies there, it, they'll just be burnt up and they can't be, they can't come back. That's kind of you, what we've been, we've been doing. 
you dump your bodies into the pit of lava? <laughs> yeah, what's the problem with that? Oh, no, no I uh, No, sorry, no no judgment. Uh I uh do you want me do you want us to take them there or what's your plan? What We can send a crew. I I sure. Gosh, I mean you've already been a huge help in bringing them back. I really appreciate that. We probably would have seen them. Yeah. In the coming weeks in a different in a different form at our city walls. So this is much better. Where would you suggest I put this body? Uh, <laughs> you guys, you gain a point of reputation with the White White Haven for bringing these bodies back. Woo! Nice, nice. So he looks very. Gotta love the rep grind. Yes, gotta grind that rep. Yeah, he's like we we've, we've got a we've got a spot. We can post a couple guards, keep an eye on him, just here in the fort. You look around and there's uh. People working on different objects that they think might be artifacts, poking around this stuff. Do you know why? Why are things being reanimated around here? Boy, um, we assume that there are bad actors all around us in the swamp, or just evil spirits that were that have been left behind when people have died here under bad circumstances that possess bodies or reanimate them to get revenge of some kind on the living. Just occasionally bodies show up at, at our walls, is what it is, I guess is all we know for now. And it seems to be random bodies? Or is it always people you know? Oh, it's, it's both. At, at, first we would, at first, we used to have a graveyard south of town by the river. Because, you know, we wanted to bury people that died. We thought it, was, it gave people closure. It was nice to do. Some people here just still kind of hung on to their religion, and that was helpful for them. Most of us have moved on from that. and. It's just more practical. Ever since we started burning bodies in the in the cauldron, we haven't had any of our own come back. What do you know about the cauldron? We um, we know we think they're well. It's 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 unusual. I would say. I mean, we've all seen volcanoes before, but it's it just seems to kind of sustain itself and doesn't really ever like resolve naturally. I guess if that makes sense. Just kind of is always bubbling and pooling and it responds um the young boy otis he'll probably want to go with tomorrow he always likes to go along in these runs because when he plays his 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 ocarina it it something happens and it, lava spins up and sort of becomes a maelstrom you know there's a contraption under there i don't know that's just what i heard <laughs> where did you guys say you came from <laughs> you say denny's i don't think we, I don't think we did yeah denny's <laughs> <laughs> no, really. Where you're not, you're clean. You look, you've got very clean skin. Where are you coming from? Oh, thank from? you. I try hard. These are my winter furs, sir. An in-depth skin routine. Um, we're uh, and I kind of look around to the other guys. Where, where are we saying we're from? <laughs> <laughs> where are we from? <laughs> He's like, okay, so it's like that. Interesting. That's fine. I get it. We're all strangers. I appreciate you bringing these bodies. If you want to come with, uh, it's getting too late now, but in the morning we'll head out with them. We'll take a crew out to the cauldron. Did we ever get to talk to the main dude? Or this is just the like... This is this is the... Oh, this is the main dude? Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you see he's, wearing, I... he's wearing like a plain gray cloth robe. Um, everyone's dressed the same. He's probably one of the younger ones. And more friendly. He looked clean. 
<clears throat> yeah, actually, they all um, they're all they're all a little more attended to here. It seems their uh, grooming is is a higher standard. I guess as long as we're talking about each other's clothes, uh, I noticed that you're you're wearing some uh, pretty fine uh, garments here, but if you spend your time kind of looking for artifacts, how are you guys uh, supported financially? I mean, everybody else seems to be going out and, and gathering and hunting. Who's, you know, footing the bill for your, for your artifact discovery? Yeah, I guess I don't know what you mean by footing the bill. It doesn't cost us anything but time. Who feeds you? You know, we all kind of pitch in around town. There's a couple different favorite hotspots to go get food. We try to do favors for the different restaurants just to keep them running. Ah, so it's like a I scratch your back, you scratch mine kind of a kind of a situation, huh? It is. Uh, he he kind of he's kind of starting to bristle a little bit at these this round of questions. Can I see if I believe him? I need an insight. Yeah, because that that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> oh, crit crit fail. Crit fail. <laughs> Okay, you're uh, the truest truth you've ever heard. <laughs> you're 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 distracted. You're distracted by his his bulge. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> All right. You, you can't think of anything uh, else off his body. I'll keep it together. Um, have you? What kind of discoveries have you made? Has anything come up? Out <laughs> <laughs> the slow burner. Yeah, yeah. Rolls his eyes at that. He's like, boy, have I heard that before? Um, <laughs> well, I told you the the ocarina. There's that one. That's a big discovery. Any any other sort of hot leads? Uh, well, we're we're really working on that thing in the cauldron. We're trying to figure out why it's reacting when he when he plays. It seems like when he plays it, if he keeps playing it, things start getting stirred up. It starts to like spew out a lot of smoke and smog, and occasionally we've seen like little little fiery beasts come out of there, and we've you know hightailed it out of there before we went any further with that. I suspect if we if he kept playing it, more would happen. Have you experimented on like trying different songs or notes and it affecting it differently? Uh no, that's a good that's a good thought. Otis just kinda of plays the one song. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know the melody. Yeah. It seems like honestly it seems like whatever he plays, a song isn't doing it. It's 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 the it's the flute. It's the magic that's in the flute. That's our guess. The rest of you can give me insight checks too. You're all you're all there. And this is an actual flute, right? Not like a, <laughs> Not a skin flute. Yeah. <laughs> <Nah. laughs> I rolled a rolled a four. I'm not very insightful, so makes sense. Okay, for Ricky, just um, you can't read him. I got a 19. Okay. Uh, he looks really embarrassed. <laughs> I rolled a one. Which I could re-roll, and then I got the two. <laughs> Ouch. Theron is the only one who clocks. Uh, Theron, Theron being a professor and seeing students coming up short occasionally and being embarrassed. He's seen this face before. This guy is like, he's embarrassed that, you know, to Pizel's question that they're not pulling their weight here at the Ashford for the rest of the city. They haven't found much yet. And he means well, uh, but he's nervous that people are going to start. He seems nervous and embarrassed. I'll leave it at that with a 19. Okay. Like he's got people working on stuff around him that just seems like bullshit. 
but he believes in his work, right? I mean, I guess this is a question for Theron later, but does he believe in his work? He seems genuine to you, for sure. How do the other people in Whitehaven view you guys and how you've been working and what you've been up to? He says, yeah, no, we all kind of have roles to play. I think they, I think they get it. Um, again, with that 19, the same, you're getting the same read on him. He feels like he's, yeah. seems like he's embarrassed with what they're producing. I, I would just say something nice, like, you know, science takes a lot of time for discovery. I used like, to be a professor. His, like, his lip quivers a little bit. Like, like you once, and then I took like, an oh arrow. My God. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. People don't get it. It takes a long time. You can't just, you can't rush it. Yeah. Do you, do you guys use money here? It sounded like you don't, and that you just basically exchange, like, time. We all, as um, when we lived in White Spire, it was just... It was just us. Um, we were protected by a uh, magical fire that we were very barely understood before it vanished. Um, we didn't really have a need. We were so isolated. We kind of just took care of each other. People were good at certain things. They provided their talents and services to the others. You were protected by a magical fire? A magical uh, force field, I guess. Force field. Okay. Very different than the maelstrom, the cauldron's maelstrom. Spire is fire. The white spire. Yep. Got it. Okay. Well, I think we're, we're probably going to need to use, like, resupply and eat and find lodging and things. So I think we probably need to contribute. You know, it says, oh, hey, you know, you guys have carried some good favor here already with me. I, I can put it in a word. We can get you put up somewhere. Maybe um, Mama's got um, some rooms above, above her restaurant, Mama Ruby. Hey. Does it come with breakfast in the morning? <laughs> sure. If you need it, she's got it. He says, oh, you know, I'm remembering now. This might be irrelevant. I don't know if we'll ever be back at the White Spire, but we, we left behind some relics there, some artifacts. I know about those. I can tell you about them. Yeah, what, what are, are they? they? Yeah. yeah. So there's four of them. They were kind of our holy objects. Honestly, I forget about them because the, the Enclave is more concerned with getting them back than I am. Um, one of them was called the Skeleton Key. One of them was called the Queen's mm. Gift. Another was the Dragon Slayer. And the fourth was called the Cat's Eye. Yeah. These were all magical items. Do I recognize those from anywhere? I think one person knows about the Skeleton Key. Yeah. <laughs> you should give me a... Um, you guys can give me, like, Arcana or History Checks for this. Those four things sound really familiar, like I know them. But I do not know them. I rolled a four. Fourteen. Okay. Twenty-one. Ooh. Oh, damn. Ooh. Twenty-three. Wow. Okay. Three of you. So, Bazell has been too focused on social media to keep up with the... Uh, social needs. The, the lore. The rest, three of you know about, know what a dragon slayer we refer to. That's just a, that's a magical weapon that's particularly good at slaying dragons. It's in the name. I'll say that Rick and Theron would both recognize a skeleton key being something that can open any lock. Um, it has more properties than that, but that's kind of the main idea. What else should I tell you about it? It's that high of a roll. It's not a 5e item. It's, this, is, this is all homebrew besides the Dragon Slayer. But the skeleton key, um, it, it's, it's more mundane effect is that it can open any lock. Um, but it has other properties in regards to like planar travel. Uh, it requires like blood sacrifice to do that. So it's kind of got some... I don't know, necromantic or evil roots to it. The um, 
The cat's eye is a figurine that I'll say just requisite 23 has heard of this. It's got like fey wild roots um, and that improves your relationship with animals essentially. That's what that does. Mm. I'm not giving you the mechanics. This is just what you've loosely recall and none of you know what the queen's gift is. But he says, yeah, anyway, those are all, I mean, we entombed those pretty safely beneath the keep before leaving Whitespire. So I don't really know. You know, that, that, was, that was kind of a crazy night. I don't know if they're intact, if they've been discovered. We put them in there pretty deep, but. Have you heard of any way to get back to Whitespire? I mean, I guess you, didn't, you weren't there. You didn't see it. We haven't sent anybody back to look at it. I think we've heard reports of some Frostbeaks doing some scouting runs, taking a look at it, but they haven't really moved on it. I suspect it's pretty heavily overrun. What's it overrun by again? Just all sorts of shit, or? We got attacked by, like, everything you can think of. When that, when that White Spire protection went, it just vanished. We don't know why that happened still. That's, that's a mystery. When that vanished, we were kind of, like, picking away at, you know, ghouls and harpies and specters, you know, you name it. But with that gone, they all just poured in. Lost a lot of people. We had to just run. Awesome. Well, I think I've learned a lot today. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to set this down and uh, go get some food. Does that, does that sound good to y'all? Rick looks around because he's tired so, of holding this body. He's just holding <laughs> I mean, uh, he, 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 probably. He waves, he waves for a guy with a cart to come over and <laughs> you guys can dump him in there. So, thank God. <laughs> So I want to ask, like, the group, when we, like, get to a place where we're outside of discussion with people that are from Whitespire, is there, like, have we talked about the fact that we, like, don't want to tell people where we're from, or that we, or, like, because, I mean, I know that we didn't tell that guy that we're also from outside the Shadowfell, but what is it? Is there a reason why? I don't know. I I just I'm just thinking. I mean, it might help to tell these people that we have some like we're kind of like them, you know. But it's up to you guys. I mean, I just don't. I didn't want to say anything because it seemed like we didn't want to tell them anything. But like, is that how we're gonna approach this area? Like, are are we gonna not tell people that we're from Faerun? Uh, I mean, I'm fine with telling people. I just wasn't sure at the moment, so I got a little awkward, you yeah. know. That's why I'm asking, because I, I just don't, I don't know. Well, I'm glad at you for noticing these social, inter- these complex social interactions. Here's hey. my, here's my opinion. I think that there's a chance that they're going to not take very kindly to outsiders showing up. They were literally just overrun by effectively a, a group of outsiders and forced out of their homes. And I think people showing up from a different realm, there's a good possibility that they're not going to look too kindly on us. I agree with you that there's a chance that they could see us as their saviors. <laughs> but I think until we have a better sense of how they're going to respond, it may behoove us to play that one close to the chest. But if you feel like you have a good beat on how they're going to respond, then I think we should start. I don't know. I I just was asking about it so I don't say something that I shouldn't say, because I feel like I do that sometimes. 
This is a hard question, Quill. I don't know the right answer. You always know the right answer. I do always know the right answer. Right <laughs> answer. It's time to go have some laissez-faire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see you, you guys uh, shed bib for that conversation, right? You left your in the Ashford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, yeah, she, she busy herself. She was looking around at the pseudo artifacts that people were, people were poking at. Yeah, sure. Oh, Those okay. dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you exit. Giselle uh, hurriedly walks out and until she gets far enough away that she can't see any penises. As, as you as you birth yourself out of the uh, canal to leave, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're back. You're back out into the main. So the cart, the carts and commons area I have here on the map is just referring to, you know, common grounds, kind of a town square, and there are some like carts set up that people uh, trade barter their goods from. I think Bazell is sort of truly impressed with Quill and and would sort of ask the group if they wanted to go to the fancy restaurant this evening for some sushi. Sounds awesome. Does that sound good to everybody? Sounds good. I made my day. I'm like very excited. Cool. You guys you guys are going to rice? Yeah, I think so. It's all lowercase to say it quietly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the letters rice are actually, they're shaped. It's like word art. They're shaped in the form of a, like a swordfish. That's a, you know, play on sushi rice and, and fish. Uh, as you get closer, um, y'all forgive me a perception check. You start to hear, you start to hear some sounds from inside. You know, forks on, or I guess chopsticks on plates. People are eating. ten for Rick, fifteen for Bazell. I am far too f- excited, so I have a five. <laughs> I all I can think about is how excited I am to meet another halfling that appears to be like worldly and cool. Okay. Like all the halflings I've met, I'm like, I can't. They're so amazing to me. It blows my mind. Okay. Question about dice rolling. If it's slightly, if it's in the corner and it's just slightly turned, is it a reroll or can he take the top number? Very, Uh, very slightly. I think the way he's asking it, he'd like to take the top number. (laughs) (laughs) That's your perception. Just to be obvious about it. Yeah, if it's very very slightly, let's just call it. That's where it landed. Okay. Could you like? Could you like? Could you? Could your dog like come by and bump the table and move and move the dice? Yeah. (laughs) If it's if it's possible. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Nat twenty. You get the unmistakable smell of like almost like rotting fish. Uh oh. Um, Yeah. Like it's um it's it's like being hidden. There's like. You know, it smells like soy sauce and like cooked sushi rice and like kind of some good seafood flavor, but like Darren is picking up something's not right with the seafood. Mm. Guys, we might need to stick to the uh, vegetable rolls and maybe they have California rolls. Well, I, I think I'm suspicious that the fish is bad here. <laughs> I don't want everybody to get sick. To the rest of you, it smells like smells like really nice seafood. This is like the Nat 20 is like picking up something under, like something is not quite right. When in doubt, follow your nose. <laughs> you walk into the restaurant, you see that there are, um, it's very like tastefully seated. There's like only four or five tables in a pretty big restaurant, but there's, there's a line outside and uh, every table is occupied. People seem really happy. 
they're eating um some people are having the sushi that she uh, the chef has also made like a kind of a cool like a rice puff uh appetizer um there's some fried fish too that smells really good is there how long is the is the line probably like 10 people i think uh casey established that this this is the place to be that's the line to eat you can go in and look around if you want i definitely do i go in i follow I'm, quill i'm like i'm kind of like trying to catch a glimpse of the chef okay you see at the uh at the sushi counter there's there's um a couple of like men and women working the sushi table but you you occasionally hear like orders being barked kind of like foul language coming behind them and you see like locks of like uh orangish brown hair that's up in a ponytail but she's very short behind the counter so you can't make much out of her from, from where you are i'm gonna tr like is it an open kitchen or yep definitely oh for sure it's an open kitchen <laughs> all right this place is like it's got all the avant-garde bullshit all right so i'm gonna try to like casually move around so that i can see into the kitchen where the uh where the like the cooking's going on okay and uh like to yeah just get in a position where i can do that or do we put our names in for a table or we're just kind of like waiting for waiting for a spot i assume bazelle doesn't wait in line <laughs> he snaps <laughs> her fingers and hopes uh seats open yeah. there is a host that's taking names down so if we're just walking around bazelle will hang out but Bazel won't be waiting in line. We're either eating somewhere else or the host will seat us immediately. Those are the two options. <laughs> Maybe we should make some stone and we could leave a stone with the. Yeah. That would be fun. Bring your own fucking pager to the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> leave, it, leave with the host. <laughs> yeah. They just, just send a third level spell to me when we're ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a small bit of my pipe weed and I'm gonna put it in a little pouch like enough for basically one bowl and I'm gonna give it I'm gonna like give it to the chef okay so you're you, you've actually walked around the back side of the sushi bar uh I I, I don't really want to like intrude so I'm trying to like catch the you person's eye like yeah, yeah, like, but if I can't do that, or if like that's not possible, I'm gonna give it to the the host or hostess to uh, and ask that they provide it to the chef when convenient. And I'm gonna just follow the lead of Vizel, who you know, I don't, I don't want to like intrude. I'm because okay. I don't. I'm like thinking about. That. I think Bazell is again struck at the at him trying to make a pretty like advanced social play by like <laughs> greasing the fucking palms of some people to like get his feet <laughs> to the table. Like it's it's been a weird fucking hour for Bazell. It feels <laughs> like <laughs> this is like this is the best thing Cole seriously Cole could have possibly done. You have no idea. Everybody who's like taller. Then Quill, I can see over the counter. Give me a perception check. Oh, not good. Five. Sixteen. Okay. Sixteen. Okay. 
so for Rick, Rick notices, so Rick sees Kiku. Um, she's very cute, uh, female halfling with her hair up in a ponytail. She's smoking uh, a cigarette. And um, Theron and Bazell watched her roll her own tobacco into a paper. Whoa. Her own secret stash. Whoa. <laughs> Quill didn't see any of this, but she has. She has her own stash of tobacco that she rolled up for the cigarette. You guys caught sight of that before she uh, started smoking it. She looks she looks like super nervous to the, to those of you who can see her. So she's like, well, she's like rolling through this hand rolled cigarette right now behind the sushi bar. I can chain smoking it. <laughs> yeah. So what do you do? Are you guys gonna put a name in? You gotta leave with Brazil or sorry? Quit Quill's doing the Quill's doing the, the bribe. Yeah, I'm trying to do the. Well, I, I, and it's not really a bribe. I'm just like excited to show appreciation for this opportunity to come have a halfling chef's meal, and it's kind of like a gift that I'm giving to this person that I feel like I'm kindred to. So it's not like I'm trying to. Like Bazel may have thought that I was meaning to try to like pay somebody to get a table but that's not what i'm trying to do i'm just like even if we were just gonna give it and i was gonna leave i just wanted to give another halfling uh something that i would want that's like part of my it's like a it's like a cultural thing i i I think is what i'm doing and it might not even be because we're not we're probably not even the same type of halfling but for me it's like a cultural thing that that's what i would do to other people in my in my clan so i'm like just gonna i'm doing this to this halfling that i'm like going to their their home which is like a a restaurant but i'm i'm going there so i'm i'm giving this yeah. stuff yeah okay so first of all definitely take a point of inspiration for all this <laughs> okay go ahead and mark that down. i love this i love this because this is like a a mutually beneficial misunderstanding of a scenario that yeah. I think <laughs> happens. Like, I think that happens like all the time, and like you just never it like People never yeah. connects. That like, it's really cool to to have that scenario play out. The host, uh, who is a uh, kind of an older uh, human male, looks kind of grizzled. He sees what you're offering for the chef, and he kind of smiles and like winks at you and says, "Go give it to yourself." Okay, I I do. I I go back. I give her some bonus action uh, bardic inspiration. <laughs> okay, to Quill. <laughs> I'm make sure I have one to spend before I'm pretty dry, but I think I got one. <laughs> oh yeah, I got. It's my last one. I go around the uh, side of the place and I get. I give the um the little like satchel. I don't know what you would call it. <laughs> this yeah, the satch the the side satchel. <laughs> Uh, yeah. to her and just say uh, thank you for uh, not for even to... before you can even get a word out. She like she clocks you first of all. It's not oh. about half things around. Um, she looks like you see her like she's like rubbing her temples, like just just going through the cigarette quick. Uh, she sees you and she uh, kind of looks for a second like excited, um, and then looks really excited when she sees what you've got in your hand. And uh, she runs over and she says, "Holy fucking shit! Is that are you? Go- is that the, like the secret Ghostwise shit? Is that what you got?" Oh yeah. She like brings <laughs> it in for like, she brings it in for like a full on hug. 
and she like <laughs> she like smells fantastic first of all oh my god and uh she like uh, she looks finally looks really excited and was like man this is this is gonna get me through tonight this is gonna fucking do it and uh she offers to split it with you perfect i uh yeah she snaps her fingers she says, guys vip table for this fucking guy and his friends right now we're gonna we're gonna talk great wow thank you i'm so excited to 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 meet you this is a great this is a great place this is i i, I i'm i'm beside myself i really am Bazel hears him start to lose it a little bit and so she's gonna cast enhance ability on him giving him uh the charisma one whatever it is uh if you're gonna want if your goal is to do this stealthily it's gonna require a self check that's pretty high all right i'll just let it play out then i did what i could i got the bardic in you got, you got, not you got gonna. The okay i got a bardic in all right <laughs> i i do like calm down though like i i'm starting to realize that i i get a little bit excited but then the monk in me wants to like ratchet it back a little right okay. so yeah. i'm like get excited and then i'm i kind of like okay and then i take a drag of the yeah she uh she uh, shared stuff they they bring you back to this uh this unoccupied vip table for a chef's tasting um no. she uh points to the sushi chefs and is like you guys got the shit or like can i trust you for a half an hour to do this shit right and they all look kind of terrified of her um and they work a little bit harder and uh she uh sits down with you at the table name's kiku Mies. who are you guys and your friends here uh i'm not usually the one that talks for us but um <laughs> i i'm i'm quill and these are my friends rick Bissell, hi and theron um we're new in town uh just just a rove. Um, stopped at the God's hand, picked up some dead bodies, brought them back. Kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Give me like a, a charisma save. Yeah, save. <laughs> <laughs> He's crashing. Yeah. Uh, a, a nine. Okay. Nine. So you have- you have your bardic, Got some right? quill riz going on right now. Yeah, yeah. If you want, you have a D8 bardic before I tell you what happens. Oh, yeah. We'll do that. Uh, a 14. Okay. See, she, uh, she takes your pipe from you, and, and I assume, because she had a cigarette, so I assume you guys are just sharing the satchel out of a... Out of yeah, your... yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. She kind of snatches it from you and takes a long drag in it and looks at you, kind of squints, and then blows it out, and she's like, sounds like some real heroic shit. Uh, yeah, I mean, they needed to come back here because, I mean, I think they were, like, lost excavating or something. That's what the guy at, um, Jalandro said. Um, but this is a pretty, I mean, nice place you get here, and, um, I'm glad that we could sit and, uh, share this meal. So, like, where are you from? You fr- you're not from here originally. You know about the Ghostwise, right? So, like, how? T- tell me a little bit about you. She says, "Yeah, well, you know, I can, I can read, I can fucking read books. Like, 
I know about my people and the other types of my people. I'm, I'm from, <laughs> I'm from Whitespire. Uh, I'm in the same shit as the rest of the people here. You keep saying this place seems great. You mean none of y'all, you can't smell it? Nobody noticed. I guess that's good. That's boy, that's a fucking relief. I don't know. What do you, what do you mean? I didn't smell. I don't, I feel, never mind. I'm just going to let you talk. She what like, do you mean? She like, she's like, hang on. She, uh, she grabs Theron's hand. She's like, what, what the fuck were you just saying? You smelled it? <laughs> I, I yeah. really didn't know all that. I, I kind of did, but it was very pain. <laughs> What's going on? Damn it. Something, something. Okay. Can I level with you guys? She, uh, yes. She has her server, like, close a, uh, a pointless, like, thin uh, curtain. <laughs> paper. Yeah. <laughs> One of those, like, Asian paper curtains. Yeah. Like, yeah. She's like, all right, good. We can, we can talk at normal volume now. Nobody will hear it. <laughs> <laughs> um, she says, "Guys, I really gotta, I really gotta move this fish like tonight. Like I'm telling you, they are going bad. We can help. Already signed up. We can help. Okay. Well, what do you do? You have any ideas? Because we're we got like a fucking still like a pallet of it out back, and it smells pretty goddamn bad." We toss dead bodies into the maelstrom lava. What about the the bad fish? Heh. Oh, I guess we could destroy it, but I like I still want to like move it. You know, like try and make money off of it. Yeah, you know, well, it, it would. You know, we don't really do money here, but it would pretty fucking bad if you know the new sushi place got everyone sick. I guess is what I'm saying. I'm serving swamp sushi, guys. This is like it's a fucking miracle that I got this to work. <laughs> to begin with. <laughs> So is it going to, is it going to make people sick or no? Like if they eat it tonight, is it going to make them sick? She's like, we're kind of like right there. We're kind of right there. Mm. Yeah. I think we're right there. Don't they have, um, she's like um, going through that pouch of, uh, of Pepe's secret stash right now. Like, like cooked, cooked sushi. Isn't that a thing? So some places, what if you just like, uh, whip it up. She uh she looks at you and is kind of distraught and is like yeah but that's not like real that's not real food we're trying to, I'm trying to do something that's like brave and sexy here you've accomplished well, you could do Quill he's pretty <laughs> brave and sexy I can uh <laughs> I can hide that smell pretty well as long as it stays minor that's that's the best I've got so far. Okay, that's pretty fucking great. What do you mean, like with a do you have like perfume or something? Or uh, well, I'd need to sort of hang out for the evening, uh, but I can uh, produce a harmless sensory effect, including a mild change in smell. Okay, all right, <laughs> uh, and I can do that kind of whenever I want. It's it's. Uh, you know, I really learned everything I know from this guy. And she from... kind of thumbs over to Quill. To Quill. Nice. <laughs> wow. She looks at him and he's like, wow, he's he's really got some talents, huh? I don't know. We're all just... Fucking modest, too? They're over... Say, they're, they're not 
They're not serious. What, um... Anyway. <laughs> do we need to get, like, more people in the door to sell more fish faster? Or what is... What yeah. does she mean? Uh, yeah, see, that was, that was my fucking bad. I made this, this, you know, bullshit, small table restaurant atmosphere where we only have, god damn it, five tables. This is why I'm running into the problem. I got too much fish. Traded for that fish. I'm in a tough spot. What do you think about uh, a card outside? She gets, she has the kind of the same look of disdain on her face, like like her restaurant's above carts. Like uh, maybe on the other side of town, you could have a little stand, or you know, like outside the outside the bar where everybody's drunk on sake, you could have a little okay. bit of a okay. How about a, a little bit of standalone? How about a persuasion check for that? All right. And I haven't forgotten the presentation, which I assume is what that what you were talking about, Giselle. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I don't get any bonuses for that. Oh shit. <laughs> that's that's a one. That's a, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> she she levels she looks at you dead in the eyes and says, How many how many times have you had sushi after getting blitzed on an alcohol and it's been a good experience. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I think with that whatever you're talking about, your magic shit with the smell, we might we might make it another night. What's the um how long have you been open? Uh yeah, that's the problem. I opened fuck like a week ago. You know, it took some doing just to get people to try sushi in a swamp. But I got them hooked on it, and I didn't, I didn't think about didn't think about the numbers. That's on me. So she, do we know that she needs salt? I guess that hasn't come up. Would salt help? I just ask her. Yeah, I guess we could. Yeah, I guess we could do like a cured dish. That's kind of like a small bite. I could do that. We don't have salt though. I don't know if you noticed, we're in a swamp. Can we get you more tables outside? Oh, outdoor seating. Sushi al fresco. What a okay. great idea. Okay. She says, I'm, I think, okay. She motions around and sort of implies that the, the ambiance is part of the cell at Rice. You know, like low lighting. Um, there's kind of soft music in the background. Uh, it smells nice in there. So, oh, I have an know, idea. Yeah. So you got your low lighting. It's dark outside. And then you just uh, ask uh, here, Bazelle to play some music. She's great. It's going to need to Problem be kind of a solved. I like where your head's at. Tiefling guy. Uh, it's going to be <laughs> a problem with the guards. Those fucking guys with their curfew. Let me tell you. They're strict. Boy, but that could do it. We improve the smell, and then we do kind of like a backdoor operation. You guys up for it? We doing like a stealth sushi thing at night? Sushi on the sly. I'm in. By rice. Secret, secret sushi. Secret sushi? Ooh, secret, secret sushi. Secret. All right. Sushi secrets. <laughs> you could have like a hidden door and like a secret password. This could be like your thing, right? Like when I start... 
like it dawns on her. Like when the fish starts to go a little sour, I do like the special fucking prohibition kind of thing. Okay. Okay. I like this. This is good. This could do it. Uh, they did that back in uh, some like mayor did that shit near the Chandlewood. People would come into the into the Chandlewood and hide their alcohol in like trees. That's how I had my first drink, actually. <laughs> it's just, yeah, fuck, I read about that. Yeah. You're right. That was Some in the uh, new, uh, new pork. <laughs> the south side of Chandlewood. Yep. Yep. South side of Chandlewood. I got gotcha. you. By that. By the Vilhan Reach. 